Hey folks, welcome back to the podcast. I'm super, super, duper, duper excited to share this conversation with you. I absolutely loved recording it. In today's episode, I chat to the lovely Jules Brim, the founder of Marketing Mixology, which is based just outside of Cambridge, all about community building. We chat through what community building is, why it's so important, and Jules also gives some great examples of where and more importantly how to start building a community. Jules came to the conversation super prepared and even shared with us two campaigns of brands that had put the time and effort into building their community. And you know, we talked about, or you know, maybe I put her on the spot a little bit, should I say, about the advice that she would give a particular handmade business if they were thinking about it. Building a community as a topic of conversation can seem overwhelming, daunting even maybe. As always, I've tried to play devil's advocate a little bit to make sure that we dive real deep and make it as simple to understand as physically possible. And I'm not ashamed to say that I definitely learned some stuff from Jules just through this conversation. She's honestly such a fabulous human being and she really knows her stuff. If you're wondering how you can stand out from the crowd in the small business world and build a brand that's meaningful and actually has a long lasting impact, then you're going to love this episode. Don't forget to give the podcast a share on social media. If you tag me, I'm at Lorna Scully UK. I will definitely reshare them all. So without further ado, here's our conversation. Okay, so I've got the lovely Jules. Hey Jules, how are you? Hello, I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm really good, thank you. Thank you so, so much for your time today. I'm so so excited to talk to you oh gosh no pressure then guys (laughs) (laughs) um so as I like to do with all of my guest episodes I like to get a bit of an insight into who you are as a human being okay so are you up for the challenge of giving us your 30 second your life story in 30 seconds and you know if you don't and you go over the 30 seconds. All that I ask is that you make a donation to the charity Mind. Do you think you can do it? Uh, I hope so. If not, I don't <laughs> mind donating. So it's no. all good. <laughs> no pressure. Okay, when you're ready, I've got, the, I've got the stopwatch ready. Ready and waiting. Oh my gosh. Ready? Okay. Yes. Go. Okay, hello everyone. Um, I'm Jules. I'm the founder of Marketing Mixology. Um, I'm a Brummie chick, but I currently live in sunny St. Neots with my husband, um, Jeremy, our dog Bertie, and our cat Lou. Um, I'm a huge fan of gin, biscuits, vintage clothes, and fancy stationery. Um, back in the day, I used to be a PA, um, but then I also asked to work on the marketing team um, on a project and completely fell in love with marketing. So um, I retrained in my spare time. Um, And that was about 10 years ago now. Um, And since then, I've worked for uh, large corporates, small businesses, um, just learning as much as I could. Um, And then in 2018, I took the plunge uh, to do my own thing because I really wanted to help small business owners ace their marketing. Um, I really love what I do because um, 
I'm helping like really lovely people achieve their dreams and goals basically um, and it just gives you like a really nice warm feeling when you're working with um, like a founder of a small business so yes that's me uh, in a nutshell and I think that's probably over 30 seconds so apologies <laughs> Oh, Jill, that's so lovely. I mean, I hate to break it to you. It was one minute and seven seconds. Gosh darn it. It was such like a... <laughs> <laughs> so gobby. You're so lovely. I love your little story. The mention of your husband, doggies. Oh, mate. Just and the gin, dog, the gin of biscuits, guys. It's, it's important. Cannot forget the gin, of course. How dare me. Um, I think the first time, so me and Jules actually met through a networking event that Jules was the host of, I believe. Yeah, that's right. Um, in Cambridge. And I was so nervous because it was just such a different group of human beings basically I'd literally not had no interaction with any of you prior and honestly it was just it was such a nice group so I'm glad that I met you and I feel like I've learned a little bit about you there as well I didn't realize you kind of you you've got to where you are how you have if that makes sense <laughs> yeah so um yeah I was fully doing like PA stuff and then I don't know I just um it wasn't really like tickling my pickle that's a weird thing to say um, but, <laughs> um, but yeah but marketing I love it because it's like it's kind of like the nerdy side it's all like numbers and facts and figures but then there's also like the real heart of it as well so like finding out how people tick and, and what's going to really resonate with them and things like that so it, it covers like both sides really 100% and um, I think we kind of talked about what we would talk about on the podcast and we kind of came up with the word community. And I think if anybody is experienced enough to talk about community, I think it's probably you. Oh, God. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> um, so I guess let's kick it off with the first question. What, in from a marketing point of view for, for small businesses, what, is community what is community building what does it mean and kind of why is it important okay um so the way people engage um with companies and business that they um buy from has changed like massively over the years so back in the day it used to be kind of like you had a product um and it did a certain thing and then you sold it at a certain price and everyone just kind of was like yay let's buy that Whereas now there's like a whole lot more companies and businesses that are selling similar products or um, stuff that answers like a certain challenge. Um, so people are more interested in buying from companies that have the same um, values as them um, and kind of make them feel like they're part of that, that journey for that business. Um, so mm -hmm. value wise, it's kind of around, um, you know, are they sustainable? Because I really believe in, you know, saving the planet, like I guess everybody does, you know, and it's that kind of thing, really. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I messed that up completely, haven't I? <laughs> no, I think that makes total sense because I think it's almost kind of, I mean, I always need to guess prior and I don't think I said it to you. I always try and like to play a little bit of kind of devil's advocate on podcasts <laughs> just so that you can kind of, everybody else can kind of, 
gain a new perspective. Yeah. But I guess from kind of working with small businesses, I think my initial reaction to the word community or community building is would be something like a Facebook page or a Facebook group so that you're kind of it almost feels like you're trying to build a group of people that you want them to buy your product but as you've just said it's a much bigger thing it's just about the crux of it is about values isn't it it's about believing in the same things as a human being and as a business Definitely. Um, And it's also a really great way of um, showcasing your brand personality a little bit more as well, Um, which it's the best thing about being a small business, really, is it's kind of easier for small businesses to do that um, because you've not got a team of people working in house that are kind of interpreting your brand kit and tone of voice and how you feel about things because you're kind of like the driving force behind it. So it's kind of a lot easier for you to get your personality over um and it's you know it's more than just like inviting people over to Facebook groups and things like that it's kind of um it weaves throughout your whole content so it's it's blogs it's tutorials um you know maybe it's exclusive content that's delivered via a member space that people have to sign into so it's only certain people it's available to um you know maybe it's discussion threads um I mean some of it is even just like having like um funny quotations or like memes that you share on your socials as well yeah because that you're more likely to engage with a company instagram or facebook or whatever it is on their socials if they're sharing things that you kind of go oh wait a minute that's me or that's my life or something along those lines because it's almost again it comes back to what you kind of you relate to and what your values are I guess yeah definitely and it's kind of like it just shows that there's a human there as well so it's more around like connection it's like oh if I buy this from this person you know I think if we met in a shop or if we met like in a pub or something we'd get on really well so I kind of really want to support that person and um you know help them reach their goals and buy from them um and kind of it's it's community in that way really and I mean I think that probably says a lot about kind of our relationship because <laughs> we gelled and and you know it's, there was alcohol involved there was gin and there was <laughs> um okay so you kind of mentioned that obviously that it kind of weaves through all of your content in terms of community building so And you gave some really good examples of what that might look like. So I guess kind of my next question would be, how do you determine what that content is? Is it is it just a case of kind of it's all going to come back to kind of getting to know your customer a bit better, isn't it? It does. Yeah. So basically, um, the first thing you need to think of is kind of who your ideal customer is and kind of get to know them a little bit better so it's looking at the basics so like demographics whether they're male female age where they live that kind of thing but then it's looking at the deeper side of it as well so you're looking at their personality and their interests you know are they health conscious do they like to spend time outdoors um are they really into baking in their spare time that kind of thing Um, And then you also look at the pain points um, that they've got as well. So whether that's, um, you know, they've just moved into a new house and uh, they're trying to decorate on a shoestring, that kind of thing. Um, And then it kind of 
referring that back to how your product or service can really help them as well yeah because I think at the beginning you mentioned um you know if you're a sustainable brand or if you care about the environment and that kind of thing if if you're that way inclined you're highly unlikely to resonate and become a customer of somebody that mass produces products and you know ships them all over the world in fuel planes jets yeah definitely and there's also a a certain point as well where you have to like make sure that um you know your values and stuff are throughout your whole customer experience so if you're um claiming on your website that your products are sustainable um and they're you know created in the most sustainable way possible but then when they arrive they've been packaged in a load of plastic and stuff that isn't recyclable you've kind of been down a little bit there so it's just kind of like having that little bit extra care as well as kind of like creating the community and um, the content and stuff that resonates with people, but then also making sure that you're really sort of following through on that um, and just, yeah, covering all your bases, really. Yeah, because I think it's just really important, isn't it? Because if you get one of those things wrong, you're essentially going to break the trust of the customers, aren't you? Yeah, definitely. And like the community side of thing is as well, is that it brings in um, kind of user generated content as well. So you're kind of like building trust uh, within that community. You're sharing like success stories that you've um, delivered for other people and, and also like kind of kind words that maybe previous customers or clients have shared. Yeah. So in terms of kind of where someone would start, again, trying to play devil's advocate, if somebody's kind of not thought so much about building a community of customers, I guess, where's the starting point? And obviously you just mentioned user-generated content there. Um, but does that have, you know, what's the what's the best, what's the easiest way to start, I guess, is my question. And is user-generated content kind of the easiest thing, the easiest route in to starting to build that that base of community? Um, I guess so. I mean, one of the first things I would do is after I've looked um, at the ideal customer, you've got your profile, whether that's just like notes or like um, a little Pinterest board that you've pulled together, um, then start to really think about um, what those ideal customers could need help with and how your product or service could help with that. So once you've got that, you could kind of start to piece together. Oh, I've got this service that really helped those guys. Um, Let's talk about that via a um, video or a tutorial um, or a blog post. But then it kind of still ties in with we can help you by doing this for you. Does that kind of make sense? So you're kind of sharing some knowledge and then you're kind of also referring back to um, like a little bit of promo as well. Yeah, so you're just kind of, you're, you're subtly selling, aren't you? You're selling without it being icky, which I think a lot of people, me, myself included, struggle with at the minute. Because, you know, during these unprecedented times, shall we say? Oh my God, those words. <laughs> I keep calling it the new normal, and I'm like, I hate myself a little bit for saying it, but I can't think of another way to describe it. <laughs> um, but it just, it's one of those things. I think some people get so hung up on 
selling you know we've got this idea in our in our heads that sales is really icky and that it's the car salesman that's really pushy and and it and it doesn't need to be that way so I think what you've kind of said there just actually portrays it perfectly in that building a community is, is building almost a loyal base of customers that will probably buy from you because you're you're touching on things that they care about because you know who they are on a deep level and your their values match your brand's values and they're probably going to buy from you just because you keep kind of showing up in that way and just before we kind of hit record you actually mentioned a couple of brands that have done it really well and I just looked at one on Instagram so I just wondered if you wanted to kind of touch on kind of what those examples are and why you think that they were really good examples because there may be anybody that's listening can go and have a browse and kind of get an idea as to why they're so good. Okay. Um, so the first example that I spoke about, um, Body Form have recently done a campaign um, that's all about womb stories. So it's not just around, I don't know if I like, yeah, it's not just around like periods and things like that. It's around like sharing people's stories around sort of infertility, um, their, you know, their childbirth journeys and things like that. So they've um, got a load of people that use their products to talk about their stories um, in relation to um, their fertility, uh, their periods, whether they've got um you know any sort of issues or anything that they suffer from um, or illnesses that really affect their um, monthly cycles Um, and they've pulled them all together and they've done like a really cool video that kind of showcases it in a really good way but then um, off the back of the video they're also doing a series of social media posts which kind of look at these stories in a little bit more depth as well so it's kind of showing that that brand isn't just around here this is something you need on a regular basis it's at a reasonable price here you go just buy it they're kind of like um look guys this is like a wider um picture of why you need our products um and also it's pulling together their community of people that are buying their products as well because obviously some people are reading that and they're like god you know i'm on like a fertility journey that really resonates with me that somebody else who uses those products is on the same thing um, same journey um, and kind of like feeling the same, the same way that I do um, and in the comments as well you're getting people share their stories that relate to those posts too um, and some of them are really like yeah amazing to read as well because people are so open to sharing because they feel in a safe space it's really nice that's so cool because I feel like I've missed that I don't feel like I've seen that So it's almost kind of, as you said, like it's one thing for them to use current customers. So they're not using just any old randoms. They're not using, you know, they're not paying random influencers that have had no deal with them before whatsoever. They're using real life customers that already purchased their product to showcase their stories, which are actually quite, I mean, I know it's 2020, but it, there's still kind of an element of taboo, I guess, is the right word. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, even when I was just speaking about it, then I was like, is it OK for me to say period in my head? And I kind of like stumbled <laughs> a bit there. Because even though it's like a regular thing, we live in 2020, you know, there's I think there's more women than men on the planet. Um, 
don't quote me on that I haven't googled that so I could be completely wrong um but yeah but it's still like something that people stumble over and get a little bit nervous about talking about um and especially some of like the fertility journeys and things like that it's not always easy for people um to speak about things like that because it's upsetting for one but then also you know some people try and give like random like advice when perhaps they don't need to they're connecting people that could be on the same sort of journey to kind of hang out online because that's kind of where we're living quite a lot at the minute rather than um you know face-to-face real life people connections isn't it but that's that I think that just kind of sums up the whole community thing I feel like we could have done this podcast in about two minutes for that story (laughs) (laughs) what they've they've essentially done is they have literally just brought people together that are going through the same struggles and saying and hey look our products can help you and having that sense of community I can only imagine has literally made some people just feel really vulnerable but also opened up and kind of said look this is my story which is quite a big scary thing to do Definitely. And I think as well, they've probably converted over lots of bringing it back to like a businessy thing. Um, you know, they've probably got a lot more people buying their products now thanks to that campaign. Um, yeah, because people are like, oh, my God, they really understand me as a person um, rather than it just being like, here, you need that. Go on. Like, that's a regular purchase. Just get it in your basket and be done with it. It's like like they really care about um the people that are buying their products and I think that you know that's lovely yeah that's so honestly that's so good I feel like at the beginning of this podcast I was like I've got no idea how this is going to go because I feel like community is just one of those really big things that can be kind of bounced around as a word but I think that has literally just if that doesn't show you what building a community is and what impact it can have on a business as well definitely um I'm conscious as well that sometimes like um like community stuff can be seen as kind of like um the fluffy side of marketing that you kind of do if you've got time um you know doesn't really um resonate in terms of like um bringing in profits and things like that but I think when you do it properly um and it doesn't you know you need to be online regularly and churning out regular content but it doesn't need to take away um, a lot of time from your day Um, if you take a little bit of time to plan it and have a think about the issues that are really affecting your customers um, yeah then I don't think it takes up that much time really so I'm just trying to think about it from maybe a client that I have or a previous client or some girls that I talked to in my dms what would you say, let's take somebody that is in the handmade market and let's say that they make uh, um, candles. <laughs> they make uh. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything. Let's say they make handmade candles. Okay. So what would somebody that makes handmade candles, like how, apart from kind of the community element of it being ethical and then kind of sourcing their I don't know how you make candles uh, this was such a bad topic um, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> when they I don't know and all of that kind of stuff how would somebody go around because I think 
for me, but the whole body form thing kind of makes sense because you are taking what something that's really vulnerable, really like really raw, and creating a community based on everybody else's stories. How would somebody that sells a physical product that is kind of handmade build a community or or, or try and build a community? Okay, uh, so the first couple of things that kind of spring to mind is um, candles kind of remind me of like a self-care thing. So um, I would tend to light a few candles when um, it's winter or when I'm reading a book um, and want to feel nice and relaxed because they're scented or when I'm having a bath um, and just want to like chill out from like a stressful week or whatever. So I think there's definitely a self-care kind of um, vibe that you could go down there. So you could um, ask your um, customers online how they um, chill out with your products. You could get them to do like a candle um, selfie. So if they're like um, chilling in their lounge with like a nice rug and things like that. Um, Sorry, I'm building like a really weird picture. I do appreciate that. I'm just kind of like, uh, yeah. Trying I feel to like I did put you on the spot a little bit, so we'll <laughs> let you off. <laughs> but kind of ask them how they're using uh, your products. Um, so is it just the self-care side of things? Is it because um, your products look really great on like a mantelpiece? Because um, I've seen that there's some candles out there that have like, um, I might sound like a real grandma saying this, but you know, like the rock hands, you know, oh, yeah. are they called devil horns? I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, so you get some candles that are really, really cool shapes or like really intricate designs that I personally would feel quite stressed about burning. But um, so it might be that your candle is more of a um, sorry, you're laughing at me, you've been stressed about burning the candle. I just the thought of it, someone's got made so much effort and I'm like, hey, I'm setting fire to it. Oh, no, can't do it. Um. If nothing else, if nothing else out of this podcast. That just sums you up as a person, Jules, because that's just amazing. <laughs> Stressed about burning a candle because it looks too pretty. That's you're just my lady, I think. Um, Sorry, I interrupted. <laughs> I feel I've gone off a tangent, but basically you can, um, you know, get your audience involved into how they're like uh, using their products your products um get them to share photos with you um but then also on the blog front you could think about um sharing tips for wellness or self-care so it'd be around like setting the scene around how somebody could chill out from like a really tough week um so the overall piece would be around um self-care de-stressing and things like that but then there would be a small piece of promo in there kind of around how your products can support that feeling does that make sense? Yeah, hundred percent. It was just kind of. I just wanted to kind of. I'm really sorry for putting you on the spot. No, um, no. <laughs> um, I just kind of wanted to kind of get an example for almost like a handmade kind of one man band that is, you know, feels like they're slogging away doing all of the things. Um, because the body form kind of makes sense, but obviously we all know that how much money they have probably and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, but definitely. That makes a lot of sense. And actually, it's just, it's kind of, again, the word values is just going to keep popping up. But it's about kind of taking a topic that's a little bit kind of bigger than what you are as a business and fitting yourself within that. And I think when you kind of mentioned about um, the blog post and kind of doing wellness things, to me, there's almost an element there as well where you could 
branch out of that into kind of collaborations and stuff so obviously you're not the only thing you're not candles aren't the only part of wellness and kind of taking care of yourself and all of that great stuff so you know are there other small businesses where you could collaborate together and you just kind of help each other out and all of a sudden it becomes this really big thing that you're going to have an impact on your your bottom line on your sales for your business because you're reaching more people you're showing people that you care about them and you're doing it with other people that also match your 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 values yeah definitely I mean it sounds really cheesy but teamwork makes the dream work it's like you can feel like you're on your own when you're a small business but everyone kind of feels in the same boat so it's better to join forces and create something that's really amazing than like trying to struggle off on your own yeah but coming back to the candle thing I just had another idea as well you could do something around um like candle care because I read somewhere that um like if you don't trim your wick (laughs) like (laughs) it burns as a dip rather than like burning really nice so it's not like super instagrammable after that I just heard that somewhere on the, the candle um, grapevine. Educational content. Another thing for you. That's really good. I didn't know that. Yeah. So you could like, yeah, share things like that around how to keep your um, product, you know, as tip top as possible for however long. So. Yeah. So, cause I think I thought, I don't, I think the reason I came up with candles is because I saw in a Facebook group last night that somebody had made, you know, like the kind of the Venetian, womanly figure into a candle and it was stressing me out about the fact that when it burns obviously it gets thinner at the waist so how does that it's just going to drip everywhere oh no I can't say the stress of that but I'm very basic with my candles I do appreciate I'm just like a nice scented Yankee candle will do me fine other brands are available etc but yeah I'm just (laughs) I love that um and then I think there was a second example of a brand that you said that you mentioned which I've never heard of before so I think they would be a really good brand to touch on if you want to talk about them and why they're doing such a good job with community building at the minute definitely okay um so the second brand is um Manners London so um they're run by a lady called uh Sally who was on Dragon's Den um, a little while ago um, but that's not how I know her I just um, I just swatted up on her story basically um, but she sells um, like really nice um, body con dresses jumpsuits um, tops that kind of thing so it's very fashion based um, she has quite a big audience on Instagram um, and her pieces are really nice pieces um, so she kind of talks around um, you know slow fashion you know, not constantly buying tons and tons of stuff, but having those really like key pieces that you keep going back to um, again and again. Um, she regularly engages with her audience um, on social media stories. So not just like I'm doing this now or this is happening. It's kind of like um, I've had these samples in um, of this top. What do you think? What colours um, would you guys like to see in the range and things like that? Um, and I think, you know, people really love to share their opinions, especially when it comes to big brands. Um, so that really makes people feel like they're on a part of her journey. Um, but then also 
she shares a lot of user-generated content. So when people are posting um, pictures on Instagram of them in her products, she regularly shares them. But also with like nice personalised messages around, um, you know, just really nice positive stuff around you looking amazing and all that sort of stuff. Um, and although it's just like, you know, a small message, that person then really feels like part of that brand journey, part of that community um, and yeah really grateful that someone's happy with their product um, and then she also does a lot of uh, knowledge sharing stuff so um, you know it doesn't necessarily have to be around just promoting what you do in your brand and stuff like that again back to the values so she posted a lot of um, really useful resources when it came to um, the Black Lives Matter movement so obviously that has got you know it has got something to do with it but in terms of she's a clothing brand you know she's just kind of sharing her values knowledge sharing around something that she's really passionate about something that's really really important um and also helping her following and her community learn something new as well and, and make sure that they've been uh, an alley in the right way yeah there's, there's kind of so much, I made so many notes for that. Um, but just kind of that bit towards the end, I think this is coming to a point where I feel like a lot of people kind of want to impress or please or kind of appeal, I guess is probably the right word, to the masses. They want they want everybody to be a customer. And the the fact of the matter is that you it kind of almost works if you not necessarily piss somebody off, but it, it, you can't appeal to everybody so for her to kind of share the fact that you know she does care about Black Lives Matter let you know let's be realistic not everybody does unfortunately um there are still people in the world that that don't and for her to share that she's kind of also she's kind of repelling those people that don't and they just they don't match her her values as a person and therefore as a brand and therefore they're probably never going to be customers but that's absolutely fine definitely I mean she's unapologetically her which is brilliant you know she's got her values you know she feels strongly about um certain social things that are going on um yeah. and so not just Black Lives Matter, but there's lots of other stuff that she regularly comments on, shares knowledge about and educates her followers about, which is really brilliant. So obviously, if you're one of those people out there who isn't into um, being kind to other people or just a good human, then you're not going to you're going to qualify yourself. Basically, you're going to leave her community. You're not going to follow her. You're not going to buy her products. But that's OK, because the people that agree with her and respect her thoughts, feelings and live the same way um, do. Yeah, and that's just going to make that community become so much more tight-knit and just, just a better community, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And I think the only kind of the two other things that I wrote down, which I wholeheartedly agree with, um, and I think I've come up on a couple of podcasts before, is the, the element of kind of her getting involved on, uh, her customers involved on stories and stuff like that, because 
I think, you know, I got a lot of slack before um, for <laughs> saying the words that as a business owner, sometimes your your opinions aren't kind of the most important and they, they, don't, they don't matter as much as your customers. And I think that example just kind of, although that sounds brutal, that example kind of highlights my point in that, you know, she's she's asking her customers what they want because at the end of the day, the customers are going to be the ones that are going to be shopping. So she could choose all of the beautiful things that she likes. And there is an element of that. She's obviously kind of, she's she's got that sample for a reason and not another sample. But in terms of colours and maybe like a style of something, or a, a body con dress or whatever it is, she's allowing her community to have a voice and... I think that's just that's only ever going to pay off well isn't it yeah definitely I mean you can try and sell people stuff that you're just picking because you love it um but eventually you know people will kind of vote with their purses a little bit and the products that really resonate with them the products that they really like are the ones that are going to be purchased and then the ones that kind of aren't hitting the mark for whatever reason are kind of the ones that you're going to end up having to like put into sale basically and be like hello can anybody buy this at like 25% off or uh, things like that so it's definitely all about listening to your customer yeah and I think that that can only help with the community side of things so I think I mean I'm just conscious of time but I think if we were to kind of round up so if we were to give if you were to give (laughs) um I don't know, kind of three points, one, one, two or three points that anybody that's listening to this kind of goes, yeah, that makes sense. And I need to start building a community because I can see the real value in it. You know, what would you what would you give them? OK, um, so first thing is get to know your ideal customer. Um, so whether you, um, you know, just get an A4 piece of paper, just write some scribble notes down, but kind of like really get to understand, get under their skin. Um, give that profile a name if you want I don't know Brenda Jasmine Dave I don't know like so you feel like you've got a person that you're talking to okay um, and yeah. then I'd start pulling together um, issues that your ideal customer could be facing um, and then kind of tie that back into how your product or service could take those pain points away um so I know that sounds like really grand um but it doesn't need to be it could be like that somebody wants to get healthier and you sell fruit and veg so it doesn't need to be like really um you know out there like big plans big strategies all that sort of scary stuff it can just be something really simple and and you that you're you're probably not going to save the entire planet or the entire population that has that problem it's just about being a helping hand I guess isn't it yeah definitely um so that problem you know really think about it from your ideal customer's profile which is why sometimes it's handy to give them a name so just really think about you know how how is this affecting Dave how can I help Dave kind of thing um and then in terms of content um I've mentioned the before but So it's like blogs, tutorials, um, maybe think about like weekly themed posts. Um, You know, you can start discussion threads as well. So um, you could be like, last night for dinner, I cooked this really amazing vegetarian dish. Here's the recipe. Um, What fabulous dishes do you guys 
have in your uh, cookery books that you always turn to because then you're kind of getting people to share their thoughts and ideas um, and contribute but then also it's kind of giving you ideas like oh in a few months maybe I'll rework that recipe slightly and kind of share it as like my own kind of thing yeah yeah um and then also um and this is kind of like the most important thing and I think we've touched on it quite a few times um is give your customers a voice um so if you're struggling for ideas or not sure what to push out or if what you are pushing out isn't landing as well as you thought you might have done you know go back to your audience um find out what they want to see from you in the future um you know what their thoughts on stuff um or if you have an idea, you could test it with them. So you'd be like, guys, next week I'm thinking of dropping this IGTV that's all around, um, I don't know, pulling together like a workout for the next month. Is that something you guys would be interested in? Um, and then you can kind of do the voting buttons um, and get people to really sort of tell you whether that's going to hit the nail on the head for them. Um, but then also if you've got like a really big mailing list or even if you've got a small one actually it'd still work you could kind of pull together like a little bit um, of a survey to get them to kind of share their opinions Um, it's called um, qualitative qualitative research so it's more around uh, getting their thoughts feelings um, and opinions rather than getting them to say this is how much I'd pay for it so just be quite mindful of um, keeping the money chat kind of separate as well yeah it's just about asking the right questions I guess isn't it because I think a couple of weeks ago actually I put together a questionnaire for a jewelry brand and I was so shocked by you know you, you just kind of think that you know what the answers are going to be and I was a shocked by how many responses we got I think we got just over 100 but it was just t- 10 simple questions very much kind of multiple choice, but there was an element of them being able to voice their very specific personal challenges or thoughts or opinions. And pulling that all together, it just gives you a total different outlook. So 100% giving people a voice. And on the side of that, I would say, don't be scared to just ask, because I think there are a lot of people that feel that they're almost kind of, they look... I don't want to say weak, I don't know what the right word is, but they look bad for asking questions that they think that they should know. But at the end of the day, nobody knows everything and you should want to kind of get your customers and clients involved. Definitely. And especially now, because people's buying habits um, and lives have kind of all been turned on their head, basically, because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had lockdown. Um, And although it's kind of easing, people are having to operate in different ways. Um, So definitely get back in touch with your customer base now because it's like a really good time to get a good picture of where people are because it's going to be very different to where they would have been like five, six months ago. Yeah, 100%. Do not disagree. Cool. Well, as I'm so conscious of time, if you're happy, we'll wrap that up there. Yeah, I hope I haven't like um yeah gone off on a tangent or yeah. No, to be honest, <laughs> I was fully expecting us to go full on kind of into the gin world or just <laughs> totally random that had nothing to do with community. I've really enjoyed this conversation, Jules. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been really nice actually. I was I'm not gonna lie, I was nervous before I started. 
Um, but yes, you put me at ease, lovely. So thank you. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a conversation with me. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah, and I um, hope um, that all the listeners got something out of it as well. So. Well, I will be asking for feedback, so I'll, I'll be sure to let you know. <laughs> oh, God. Be gentle with me, guys. Be gentle. <laughs> cool. So for anybody that's listening, if they are looking for a little bit of a helping hand with building a community or any kind of form of marketing, do you want to tell people where they can find you, the kinds of things that you do, and all of that great stuff? Um, and then, obviously, I will kind of cover all of your links and everything else in the show notes as well but take it away where can people find you bum 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 so um you can find me uh, by my website which is uh, marketingmixologyservices.com i tend to hang out on instagram the most and then linkedin so um that's marketing underscore mixology um and then just search my name um under linkedin um so in terms of how i work as well so i work with clients both on a one-to-one basis um, and I've also recently launched a group program as well called Small Biz Basics, um, which is a four week program um, and covers kind of like the basics of small business marketing. So it helps you develop a, a strategy for your business, figure out the best tactics, um, how to get the word out there um, and then measure it as well. So it's kind of like setting you up for success. Um, but then if you need a little bit more support or would just like to work with me um, generally, then I do have one to one clients as well. So, yeah, drop me a DM. Um, yeah. And we can book in a call or whatever. But, yeah, just get in touch. Amazing. I hope that didn't happen at the end. Just get in touch with me. <laughs> Don't be now. Um Honestly, I, hand on heart, George is a lovely, lovely human being. I've got a lot of time for her and I would highly recommend her work. We've not personally worked together, but you know, we do a very similar thing. So um, I saw your group program launch actually, and it looks really, really good. And I've not had a chance to tell you. Oh, thank you. That's so kind. It's something, yeah, a bit different for me, but yeah, I'm really excited about it. I think it's gonna be really good. And yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah. Well, once again, thank you so much for your time today. Um, I am going to spend the rest of the afternoon getting this edited and scheduled. Um, But yeah, thank you so much for sharing all of your wisdom and your knowledge with us and for your time. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. No problem. Speak to you soon. Okay, bye.